Hello, welcome back to a Week in Movie Bros, where I am Jacob, and this is my co-host. What's up? I'm Ray. And this is the Week in Movie Bros podcast. We should still find a title for this. You know, it's like so late in the game. I still feel like we should have one. I don't know. Maybe we should. Honestly, I I, I, I I just like the title. It's simple and easy to the point, yeah. and, and it helps people. I, I know plenty of people that just use the title of their YouTube channels and the name of their podcast. People, it's it's easier for it's easier for people that like our content to find the show. That is true. I mean, truly, um, we are here with a obviously another podcast. Season two is going on right now. What isn't that crazy? And because last week was so hectic, what we mentioned in last week's podcast, in case you mentioned it, which was dedicated to all the Oscar conversation, is that actually translated into the second episode of the podcast for season two. So we are moving into season episode three, but it's going to be catch up. We're basically talking about everything we can think about for the past, like in Jan, like the past week or so, because we already did January catch up. And so this is like trying to cover everything. It's crazy and how much happened. There's a lot here. Oh, so. um, I, I, I didn't. I forgot to mention it. Do you want to talk about the whole Amber Heard Johnny Depp situation? Nope. Okay, that's I fine. I do not want to talk about dramatics outside of hand. Personally, that's fine. I, 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 I just thought it was interesting. When talking no, I do about find it. it very interesting, and I think anybody who does want to look it up should totally look it up, as it is intriguing to say the least of everything it really is because now i feel like we're getting both sides to that story and it's crazy how much we really didn't know about it but with that being said i feel like we should just well that's a good segue into dc because amber heard's an aquaman and we can talk about the batman okay you know that happened yeah sure let's talk (laughs) about the batman i want to say something real quick i said either in either in february or december we were getting our reveal for the suit and I was right. We got a review in February, which I'm really not counting as a reveal because it's really from the neck to chest. It's not a full reveal. It's, I still think it's probably a reveal. There's enough here to make a conversation about it, which makes oh, it absolutely the, the the symbol alone is enough to talk about. It's a little controversial, if I say so myself. I okay. So I personally, I love this. I love this suit. I love this suit. There we go. I think I think aesthetically this fits Pattinson. Re- I mean, obviously it was made for him, but I think aesthetically this is the kind of suit I figured he would be wearing. My 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 one gripe with it, and we talked about this before we before the review happened. I did not want an all black suit again. I really like these like colored variation suits. It looks a little. It's gray. an all black suit again. It's a little gray, but it's it's again it's an all black suit though. Um, my favorite aspect of this suit though is the one everybody it's there it's the thing everybody's talking about is that symbol. There is the a run of Batman. Yeah, there's a run of Batman from Kevin Smith where Bruce Wayne looked looked and found the gun that killed his parents. He melted it down and made it the symbol in his chest. And there's a great monologue from Bruce as he's doing it. This is the this is the weapon that made me have fear, and I'm going to use that fear and make it the protection of the of, of myself. And I love that monologue from the Kevin Smith run. Now the other thing people have been saying about this, about the emblem is that it could be a popped out grapple gun that he, that he puts together, which I think is cool. I like the fact that people are saying it's a utility, like it's something that he can use. On well, I the mean, suit. just judging from this picture alone, this right here looks like it comes out. Just the way it's cut and things inside the suit, it yeah. looks like it comes out. It looks like it moves. 
This is a better shot. And I know people. I know people don't like the collar either. I love the collar on the back of the neck. That's very Gotham by Gaslight, and I love that. Um, but my but my biggest thing about the the reason I love this suit too much. Apparently, Matt Reeves loves the Batman Arkham games. Apparently, because mm-hmm. this suit looks so much like Arkham Knight. It looks so much like it, and I absolutely love it. Um, now I understand the comparisons to daredevil because of the lighting it looks a lot like daredevil from a from a far distance but that's not a bad thing the suit in daredevil looked really really good too and i guess maybe they took some influence from the suit because if you look if you look at the nose there's some stitching around the nose that looks really cool which I'm could also that just represent eyes. the fact that in every batman we've seen like brought to the screen he's always had somebody who either made it for him it wasn't always handmade like for instance, uh, Christopher Nolan's Batman's that was all done by somebody else. Like it, you know, it was like, how can we upgrade the suit? How can we make it right. better for you? Whereas this is supposed to be early, early Batman stages. Like for instance, it's supposed to kind of represent what this could have been. You know, could have could have been is completely the right word. Could have been. I'm not talking about it in general. I'm just saying. I know. Like, I know what you mean. Like, you know, it's new, it's fresh, he's never done it before. He's making his own costume, which could be why they're stitching. It could be the reason why it doesn't look exactly well done. Because it's not supposed to. It's supposed to be kind of amateur, if that makes sense. It's supposed to be like Spider-Man's first costume that he transfers yeah. into before he becomes actual Spider-Man's costume type of thing. Um. So we now, so we now know a little bit more about how this is going to go. This is his second year as Batman, from what we understand now. Um, which I like. I mean, I'm, I'm glad it's not his first year mm-hmm. because I, I, I don't want to go through like his whole spiel of becoming Batman. I, I like the fact it's going to be a season. We're not going to see the Martha and Thomas killing thing again, which I'm really happy about. No, the last that. time DC told us we're not going to see that, they made it very loud and clear, and they've seen it. We've seen it now twice from them. So I don't trust them saying that. Honestly, I don't. I don't. I don't think we are. Um. Now the the, the main reason. Reason I'm I bring up the Arkham stuff is because it's very material like military styled armor. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering like, does Penguin have an army of some sorts, and he needs like good ballistic armor to go against Penguin or something going on with Riddler? There's like there's, there's a lot of questions that I have about this. Like like why does he have the suit this way? Like what's going down in Gotham? They have and, to have a, a militaristic suit. And I wonder once again if that's because he is he doesn't really know what he's going like he has an idea because it's not his first outing as Batman, yeah. but he's still trying to customize it to work to the best of his ability. And so I mm-hmm. do wonder if it, he wants to go in much more like okay, I'm not gonna die if I put this on. Like I'm yeah. sure his first few costumes it wasn't as padded. It wasn't you know in certain places more bulletproof than others. You know. And I mean, honestly, he could still die because his chin is still out. I've talked about this time and time again. I understand why. But honestly, like, okay, for instance, for this Batman, that's directly Robert Pattinson. I'd never, if he saw me and he's Batman, I was like, oh, hi, Bruce Lane. How you doing? How's that chin going? I've heard that chin. I've heard that a lot from people, and I I agree. Now, Now, this is where I think they can hide it really well if they do it right. The eyes. This... If they if, if they really really want to, this could be the first time live action wise that we could get the white eyes in the suit. Yeah, because I, of how because how defined his chin is, 
it'd be really cool for Bruce to go, well, people can obviously tell by my, by my jawline that it's me. If I white out my eyes, they wouldn't recognize it. I don't really I think know. That'd be I a don't, good way to do it. I don't think it would look cool. We we it's disagree. Cool. I've always wanted the white eyes. The white eyes are the best part of the of the animated suit. They did it with the BVS uh, armored version of Batman. He had the white eyes. I think he looks intimidating because, like, say, like, remember how in Spider Man he can move his eyes around when he when he like squints. I think it'd be really cool, if, like, like when he squints the the eyes, the white squint. So like he's in the dark and you can't see him. All you see is the eyes. That's intimidating as fuck. I think that'd be really, really, really cool. Um, now, now we've got our first picture of Batman. When do you think we're gonna get the pictures of the rest of them? Comic Con, Comic Con Four. Comic Con now. I don't know if we'll actually get images, but I think we're gonna get suits for sure. Like with their costumes and stuff. They're they're gonna be on the floor for people to look at. Do you think we're so now with this happening now? Do you think in December at Brazil Comic Con we're gonna get our first trailer for it? Probably. Yeah, I even say with everything going on currently, I could see us getting a teaser before then. Do you think a teaser at Comic Con? Maybe. Yeah, I wouldn't put it against it. Even though it is so far out, like from release date from Comic Con to Comic to Batman in general, I still feel like there is not enough going on currently. You know. Okay, fine. So let, let me give this to you. Uh, over or under. Over or under. We get the Suicide Squad teaser, or we get the Batman teaser at Comic Con. Batman. They've been shooting more Suicide Squad. Yeah, but Batman. You think? Ooh, speaking of Suicide Squad, we could we could very we'll talk about that with the other Birds thing. Of, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, because Suicide this comes out in what is it? June. June June twenty first. Okay, Suicide Squad doesn't come out until August. Or September or something like that. It comes out so much it, later in the year. So technically we hear our teaser for Batman at Comic-Con in, in San Diego. And the teaser for Suicide Squad in Brazil. I think we're going to get the teaser for Suicide Squad sometime in like early next year. I would say. Okay. That's my personal opinion. I think it's possible we could get a very, very quick, maybe 20-second teaser. Like, let's say they release something at Comic-Con for Comic-Con guests, but I say we could get, like, 20 seconds or something, even if it is just the logo reveal, or maybe it's actually him without the red light or whatever, you know, fully polished, something like that, yeah. I think could be I possible. To, I wanted to or ask you, why do you think... Why do you think they went with red? Well, I think personally, one, if you did not know, because you don't take pictures, red light actually um, makes things sometimes look better. That's why Daredevil mm-hmm. always looks great. <laughs> Never once does he look horrible. And it's because nope. red light, it just glistens better. And so there could be things that they're still trying to figure out with the suit or things like that as they're still filming it and they can still make modifications from point A to point you know, B that they're, this might not be the final version of the Batman suit. And so they yeah. want to give too much away. And so the red white hides enough, but also shows enough. Gotcha. I think it's probably the, probably the reason. Now, my personal opinion on this whole gun thing, I'm not a huge fan. I'm curious. Mm-hmm. I'm open to possibilities. But on, it's different. on initial reaction... I do not like it. I did. I did not like it. I. I was very. Did you like the music behind the, the the video? 
No, I just didn't. I didn't care for it. Um, I thought the review was fine. I thought it was really cool that we got it. I mean, what a nice little thing. But also, I feel like we got the reveal not because they wanted us to have it, but because they're doing so many outside takes and things like that. Like you can see, parts of this movie are heavily filmed outside. Eventually, someone was going to get a picture, and they've been trying really, really hard to keep it hidden. But now that it's out in the world, they don't have to worry so heavily. About, about somebody accidentally taking a picture and it leaking. Now they jumped ahead of it, which is why I think we got this now. Because I still feel like this is a little too early to get something like this. But DC, every time before, before they started doing outside takes or whatever, they've released one. Joker did one. Suicide Squad did one. You know, it's just something Birds that's happened. Yep. So it makes sense, but I still feel like that's the reason why we even got this now. Because of I. That. I loved the music behind it. It's actual, it's actual music from the movie. It's from Jakino's score for the film. Um, my my one issue with the score, though, everybody keeps bringing you up. Does it sound like the Imperial March to you from Star Wars? I didn't really pay attention that much because I. Because it goes da 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 da. It keeps going. It, it sounds like the Imperial. I'm not complaining. That's awesome. But it sounds like the Batman animated series music, like da 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 da. It sounds like the animated series stuff. I love what Reeves is taking from. He's taking from the games. He's taking from the comics. He's taking from the animated stuff. Reeves knows his Batman. That's why he's been taking his time to get ready for this movie. He's been learning about him, developing what he wants to do. And now seeing Pattinson in the suit, it confirms it more and more. He was the right choice for this movie. He looks so, so good in the suit. I'm going to so wait. I'm going to wait. Because here, I don't know. I don't know. This, it's weird. Because part of me truly does wish they went with the one went with somebody who was an unknown. Chalk full the villains up with high high power class, you know, people, which they didn't really do, which is fine. I like everybody who they casted, it's just they're not very known box office wise to do particularly well Robert Pattinson being a part of this, you know, group. You handle one franchise, you think you can handle all. It's just not the truth. But I personally feel like I have such I know Robert Pattinson. Yeah. And yes, he's done a few works before that I think he transports himself away from his image and away from who he is. I do agree. Some of his indie work is very well done. But I still, when I see Bruce Lane, when I see Batman, I'm going to think, oh, that's Robert Pattinson in a suit. Oh, that's Robert Pattinson thinking a character. But if it was somebody new who I had no idea who this person was getting their big break by playing Batman, it could have been so much cooler. Hawking Phoenix, for instance, I was not a very big person who Hawking Phoenix was. I knew he was an awkward human. That's about it. Seeing him as Joker, that's all I'm going to think. His, his career-defining role is career-defining in my head. And I can't, you know what I mean? And so I think there's a mixed bag here. They went with somebody low class because he's trying to build his career again. Robert Pattinson is from Twilight, mm-hmm. but it's still, I don't think it's, I think I wanted somebody even more unknown than Robert Pattinson. To I mean, me, I don't want to... they, oh, you... sorry, yeah, it's fine. It's to fine. me, um, I've been, I, I've been slowly catching up on his repertoire so far. I've been, I watched a good time. I've, I love the lighthouse. Um, you know, I, I've been watching his movies, and he has gotten so much better from then till now. And, you, you know, I, and I agree with you. You know, the, the cast for this movie is not very, you know, box office driven. And But I like that, though. I like the fact that Reeves is going for a, you know, it's, the, the cast that he's got feels like a noir cast. 
Like someone, they they could they could fit in the crime film. Like it would make sense. Yeah, no, I agree with that. The only person that's still giving me a little trouble, though, and I love the fact that he's Alfred is Andy. I don't know how. I'm really curious to see his and Pattinson back and forth because I'm wondering like what version of Alfred they're gonna do. Because there's there's easily like the MI6 Alfred. There's more of like the the heart driven Alfred. You know that kind of stuff. I'm really curious about that and um, also Gordon. I want to see how this Gordon stuff goes. But overall, bat the bat suit looks good. Um, we got time to really digest, look over it, and now it's time to move on from the bats to the birds. So I'm going to start this conversation off. If that's journey. okay. Yeah. So we're not actually discussing the movie. I want to make sure everybody understands that we did do an hour and a half review. I just <laughs> forgot to unmute the microphone. It's fine. Um, Zachary can decide if he wants to do a separate review or not. It is perfectly up to him. He, Birds Prey, for my review, my non-spoiler review, is going to be smudged into whatever I'm watching tomorrow. I'm going to do them both in one video, and we'll just talk about them equally there. Because I don't find a point to just do a separate Birds of Prey review because it's old news, as we're going to talk about very soon. It oh, became it's, it's so big sad. news to really, really bad old news. And speaking of Birds of Prey, I do want to briefly touch on reasons of why I think this could possibly be the reasons. And I've been talking about this really early on. One, once again, they made the wrong movie. Yes. Now, that's not saying the characters that they decided to grab from Birds of Prey were not bad. I liked everybody but Ray Montoya. Still don't like her. Um, and who else? What? Who was our big, who's our other big problem character in the movie? Oh, yeah. Obviously, Cassandra Cain. Yeah. That, <laughs> but I'm talking about Birds of Prey. Like, I guess. Okay. Yeah. No. True. Though. Like, yeah. It was sad. Okay. But personally, I think, once again, I think, you know, we're just going to, I'm going to show a case off a picture if that's okay. That's this fine. girl right here. You see her? You see her? We're, look at her. She's everywhere, right? Everywhere. She doesn't sell. I love Margot Robbie. I mean, I love Margot Robbie's work. I love Margot Robbie as an actress. I think she's an amazing actress. She just needs somebody else to kind of help her move along. Some gravity. Because, for instance, this weekend, this past weekend, there was a tweet, there was a headline that went out said, support Birds of Prey. Reasons why to support Birds of Prey or something like that. It trended in the top 10 for a very long time. But, as we're going to talk about next, it didn't do anything with the box office. It did not help itself. Sure, the online crowd for this movie is extremely huge. But we also know how big it is. And it's not that big. It's, it's so sad. I mean, it's, it's not like a bad you said, movie. It, it's not, a, and and that and that's the worst part. I have my issues with the film, but I would still recommend people to go out and watch it. It's a fun movie. You're gonna have a good time, whether you didn't like it or not. You're still gonna have a fun time watching the movie. They they advertise the title completely wrong. See, I disagree with this, but they changed it so we can. Yeah, you know. they, they, they changed because they realized what they were trying. They 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 were selling the wrong people in the film. It was not a Birds of Prey movie. It was a Harley Quinn movie, and they just didn't know how to sell it right. And to be completely honest, just just, just, just openly honest, I feel like Margot was too much involved. Like, there should have been someone by her side going, okay, listen, we like what you're doing, but this would have worked a lot better if you would have done this. Or okay. 
here's the thing, and I'm gonna be. I, once again, there is no respect. She does an amazing job in this movie. I've never seen a movie that Margot Robbie. I've even seen some of the older stuff where she was not known. Like she, no one knew who this actress was. Phenomenal. Never she's once have been a bad performance yet, in my opinion. And not she's a-, a great producer. I've seen almost every single film she's produced. Love them all. Great producer. Puts her hand on it. Hardcore on every single one of them. But you should never look at your talent and ask them, do you want to do this or do you want to do this? You look at them and you're like, you can produce this, but you have to do this. Because more than likely, the execs know exactly what's going to sell more than the actual people. Especially if you look at Margot Robbie's box office. She's had three films in her whole entire career that have done amazing. Everything else has been small. It's been indie. It's It does not do well. $30 million opening. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I mean, honestly, it does. Her three biggest, her three biggest movies at this point, if I'm right, are The Wolf of Wall Street. I can tell you. Well, we guess The Wolf of Wall guess. Street, Suicide Squad, and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I'm guessing those are those those are her big three. Which, ironically, two of those are with Leonardo DiCaprio. There it goes. Sorry, uh, if you did not know, you made Box Office Mojo decide to screw us and change everything about their whole website. So, really, I didn't know that. Oh yeah. Oh oh yeah. Oh, they brought me to IMDb. I don't want IMDb. They really... Oh, my... It's because they partnered. I bet you anything that's what it is. I, I just want Margot Robbie's list of movies. How hard is this, humans? Apparently hard. Yeah, because I can't look. Because... I have to... You have to join some stupid thing. Okay, fine. I won't use box office. That's fine. That's your choice. Um, continue talking, Zachary. Um, but no, uh, because Margot does such a good job when she's got someone by her side, like someone that understands what's going on. Where I think where with this movie, what happened was that she felt like she read up and did everything that she needed to know and knew and knew what a Birds of Prey Harley Quinn movie would look like. And the execs at the time were like, Margot, we can either do this or we can either do that. I guarantee you, Margot's idea was the dick pics, and the execs went, no, 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 no. We're going to switch that and go for a more traditional MacGuffin, because I don't I don't think audience would appreciate a dick pic storyline. I don't think it would have went well. Um, okay, so her three big movies that she did were Suicide Squad being the biggest. I, so I, I can pull it up. Wrong. Oh, I can't pull it up. Uh, it takes too long to switch over. Well, no, you, no, you spelled you, you spelled Robbie wrong. No, no, it's it's on IMBD Pro. You have to pay for it monthly. Oh, it's stupid. Don't worry about it. Wolf of Wall Street and then Legends of Tarzan. None Whoa. of these roles. Legends what? of Tarzan. Yeah, it made four hundred million dollars worldwide. I really thought it'd be Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is not on this list. I don't know when this list was updated. Let me very quickly double check Once Upon a Time in Hollywood just to see so what like, that it's final. got it with beating Tarzan. Um, well, not entirely. Tarzan's an okay movie. That doesn't matter, Zachary. She's good in it, but that's an okay movie. That doesn't matter, Zachary. 
I, I understand this. <laughs> okay, so. Um, but, uh. <laughs> what? That's hilarious. If that doesn't tell you how much money Margot Robbie's worth, I don't know what it is. <laughs> it's 374. <laughs> you beat it by $20 million. Wow. Damn. That's funny. But most of her movies open with 15, between 15 and $30 million outside of big cast, Leonardo DiCaprio, people having her back. But that's what I mean. She, if she performs well with other people, she does just fine. She needed Poison Ivy. She needed a bigger name with her. Who could have shared the spotlight with her? It could have been. This should have been. Thing. This should have been Gotham City Sirens. It shouldn't have been this movie. It should have been City Sirens. It, it, it's like we discussed in our muted version of the Birds of Prey review. Right. This is the trilogy that should have gone. It should have, there should have been that Joker Harley movie they talked about, Gotham City Sirens, and then this movie. That's how this should have gone. This feels so out of place because we went from her and Joker being together to this. I would have loved to have seen what happened when they got together, I when know. she would have met Poison, and then to this point. like What happened between her and Poison, the letter to go to that. There's just there's so much they could have done. Gotham City Sirens now makes so much more sense than this movie. And I a lot of people are saying it's canceled. A lot of people say they're not going to move forward. I don't think that's true. Because we have to remember, one, the the running numbers did come out. It has to make $300 million or more to break even. To break even. And that's, that's not including the salary market. Like, we don't know how much money it never gets released and how much money a movie does well on like streaming platforms it's just too many different places that money comes in from and so yeah. it could do so much better than that and so once again gotham city sirens i think the biggest thing and i truly do this had you mcgregor and he, he was a it was a big role you know but it was a very mocking role there's a lot of things the ending of the movie kind of does meanly i should say um, and also that scene that we were not going to talk about here that should have been cut. All these different things are bad for male characters. And I personally feel like if Gotham City Sirens had like the Joker or the Batman or something as the villain, I think it would, it would do just, sense. It just do just fine. It and can't just also, be all three females. I mean, it needs and also, somebody else. Sorry. The other blatant reason that this didn't do well is its rating. We talked about this in our review. The, the, the rating <laughs> killed this R. movie. It doesn't need the to rating, be radar. This is where I would have been like, okay, extended cut makes sense, but let this be PG-13 in theaters. It did not need to be R. It just didn't. The scene we're not going to talk about could have been cut, made it PG-13. The language could have been cut, PG-13. The violence didn't have blood, PG-13. It did not There's need to be R. There's a few sequences where there is, it is bloody, but it's nothing graphic enough to warrant a PG-13. Hard PG-13 for this film would have been fine. And I and I've had conversations, or I guess I did, but you guys didn't see it. Where I think the the language I really like. I think it's one of the best movies I've seen so far. Where the language, so unlike a gangster, unlike a gangster film, where I think the F word is just used like casual conversation, it really does help the movie. And I think it's a more but real betrayal of Gotham. But even with that being said, I still think we should have just got an extended version. And I just been like, oh, it's a better film. But it it commercially did better here because of this. Because like we couldn't support Valentine's Day with it. We couldn't do these things because not everybody's 18 years and older. And not every parent, every parent already did the whole, oh, we're gonna take everybody to see Deadpool. Yeah. For date night. 
speaking of date night, because we, we, there's so many things, we need to continue talking. Talking about box office, people did take their children to see movies for date night. And they oh could because it was PG. So do you want to talk about that? Give me one second so I can I can pull up the actual First listing. off, be, before we get into its numbers, congratulations to the Blue Hedgehog. It is now the highest opening weekend for any video game film ever to be put out. That's crazy. No one was expecting this movie to do good. Nobody was expecting this movie to do good. But you want to know why this movie did so good? Because, first of all, it's very PG, so everybody can go see it. But the people who bitched about the design went and supported their movie. They were like, you gave us what we wanted, so therefore we will support your film. And guess what? The movie's actually pretty good. <laughs> Supposedly. It's crazy. Neither of us have seen it yet. From what we understand, it's really, 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 really good. I've heard nothing but good things about it. If you really like Sonic, you're going to enjoy the movie. But it made $68 million. Yes, That's so impressive. This right here is just for the three-day weekend. Um, we'll talk about it first, and then we can move over into what Monday numbers are coming out to be. Um, yeah. But this is just for the three-day weekend initial reaction, like Valentine's Day weekend. So we saw Hedgehog did come in at $58 million, which is almost twice the amount the Birds of Prey made in one weekend. So good for them. Um, the Birds of Prey and the Fabulous Emancipation on one of Harley Quinn made $17 million, which, in her defense, did mean they didn't drop upwards of 50% in the second weekend. Smaller opening, but it's still good for a blockbuster anyways. Doesn't matter how much money yeah. you've been with. Fantasy I1 came in, and then the photographs really tried to challenge each other. I mean, wow. like That's like $200,000 off. <laughs> Crazy. Um, for a movie, I had no idea what it was in or it yeah. Um, and then for the rest of the top 10, the biggest one that we're going to talk about is Parasite coming back in the theaters for one extra week, actually bumped into the top 10 for the first time ever in its 19th week of distribution after, um, or no, it's 11th week, sorry, wrong, 11th week after distribution, and it has made $43 million, but it made $5 million this weekend. That's crazy. Look at the Oscars. Thanks to the- the Oscars help you whether you like it or not. The Oscars will boost you up if you go back into theaters. Um, and then last the week, the Downhill was- did come out. And uh, just like every other remake ever, it did not do well. Um, the other one I want to point out is Bad Boys for Life had a 4.7% drop. And it's still chugging and making money. So obviously I think a Bad Boys 4 is coming. Oh yeah, for sure. But let's talk about the big three here. So, Fantasy Island, Blumhouse is usually around the twelve, twelve to twenty million dollar mark on its opening weekend, depending on what the film is. Now, so I guarantee, I guarantee you, huh? Not used to be nowadays. Yes, uh, I guarantee you, this movie made its budget back this weekend, probably, um, because that's Blumhouse. They do a really good job. Uh, yeah, it made, yeah, it, seven million. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it, it made its budget back, so it's it's fine. It's a win for Blumhouse, even, even if the movie is not good from what I've heard. Um, uh, Birds of Prey, 50% drop. I just... And we're already halfway there. Luckily enough, it did not cost anything to make this movie. For, like, blockbuster-wise, 
it was quite cheap. So we're already halfway there. So I'm sure it can make 300. But the problem here is you want to do better than Shazam. And also, Suicide Squad rounding out numbers were $757 million. It's going to come... Crazier, which is the crazier part because I, I have more issues with Suicide Squad than this movie. But apparently people more liked her in a group format than this. Well, no, Suicide Squad had diversity. Suicide Squad had mixed male and female representation. Even though if it's not an amazing movie, there was a lot of elements. There was enough there so someone can be like, oh, I like that. I'll go see it again. Birds of Prey, sadly, just it's too niche. It's too small. It's It just doesn't hit all the boxes. And, you know, I think somebody should have told her, hey, great movie you're making. I think people are going to like it who like it. But it's definitely for a smaller audience, and we need to make it. This needs to be a four-quadrant film, not the one-quadrant that you're really trying to apply to. I think it's the biggest thing here. And of, and of course, the, 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 was that me? I that was me. Okay. My phone is on okay. silent. Um, my bad. But I think obviously the biggest thing out, out of the top three is Sonic. That's to go from when you and I talked about this movie before it came out to go from that design, the original design to go, this movie's going to do terrible. The trailer wasn't that good. To that, bravo to Paramount. They looked at what they had, and they fixed it. And it showed. Now, Sonic's final numbers are the exact same as Birds, Birds of Prey. Prey. And you know, you know what the worst part about that is? Bird, Sonic the Hedgehog is going to make more money than Birds of Prey. Now, not necessarily. Which, once again, it matters which one has legs. Birds of Prey could be playing, depending on how much money, as long as you make between five and ten million dollars at the box office every week, you can play through your four months and they won't get rid of you because you're still bringing money to all the theaters that are playing you. The number is going to obviously go down, theater you know, percentage and things like that as we get closer, further and further out. But as long as you make enough money to have your name be there, they're still going to play you. Sonic could be one of those movies that does amazingly opening, you know, open weekend. I think Birds of Prey is going to make anywhere between 90 million and 150 million box office wise, but it has an upper hand because worldwide in the places that it is playing and that people are going to go see the movie really like it and they continue to go back and they continue to go see it. And so it could have a huge worldwide boost to where it could make more money depending on if. Sonic is going to fall off the face of the earth. Now, luckily enough, Which Sonic we, does have a few more weeks to run before. Right, and, the, and apparently from yesterday, it only went down 27%. Yep. Uh, Birds of Prey went up 192 Yep. Which is a good thing. Yep. So, I mean, it right now, right now, right now, the race is literally between, huh, no pun intended, the race is between Sonic and Birds because Sonic's at 70, and Birds is at 62 so far. So I guarantee you they're going to be going back and forth between against each other probably for the next couple of weeks or so. Uh, Until the next, next big movie comes out. Yeah, next weekend's Invisible Man. Onward, I think. Yeah, Onward. I want to say, it. yeah, Onward. Which, the more I see from Onward, the more I'm getting excited about it. Yeah, I'm so extremely nervous. 
So am I, but the more it's I see fine. from it, the more the more I'm really looking forward to going to watch it. It looks like a fun movie. That's why I'm that's why I'm looking forward to going and watching it. So moving away from um the box office, figured we can finish out inside HBO and then move on to other things. Sure. So friends did get an announcement, or suppose it's a like a light announcement, is the fact that they are officially almost done with getting everybody to come back. For the reunion special, an hour-long discussion special, there is no, they're not going to be on sets, they're not going to be, they're going to be sitting in a circle, and they're going to be talking for an hour about whatever, not really sure what that is. Now, this has become much more apparent as years progress, because when the TV show originally ended in whatever year that was, early 2000s. 2003. When the TV show ended... Most of the castmates actually ended on bad note because they had a severely horrible time filming the last few seasons of Friends. Really sucks. It's really sad. Some of the stories are very sad. Mm-hmm. And but as years progress, you you rekindle relationships, and that's exactly what happened with this team. They come back. Most of them are on speaking terms. Most of them are friendly with one another. And so most of them are agreeing to show up for this reunion that supposedly is supposed to be out when HBO Max drops. Which happens in May. So I think think the person they're having trouble getting right now is David. I think Schwimmer is getting in some trouble right now. I will quickly do some research as you let me, let me how do you feel about this? Are you mad that it's so, just a discussion so reunion? Let me know. That's my thing. I think people were, were thinking that this is gonna be like in like 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 a like how long's it been now since Friends ended? Almost 12, 13 years. Uh twenty well uh It came out in two thousand three. So it's been twenty five years since it since it first began. So I, I think people were hoping like maybe like this be like a twenty five year gap and we see like like you know like where Rachel and Ross are, how the kids are with Chandler and Monica. You know, I guarantee people were wanting that. But honestly, I like table talk between people. I like it because you know like we can catch up with everybody and like see what they would want to have done. And let's say this does really well for HBO Max. It does well for them. This could lead to a one season off reunion season. Of them doing something together. It could happen. So just very quickly read Deadline's article. Um, which came out. Uh, on February 6th. So not that long ago. Like I said this is like this month news. It's not like it's anything before this. Um, is expected. Everybody is expected to come back. For an hour long special like we talked about. All the people. Anson Cox. Kudrow, Swimmer, LeBlanc, and Perry have all been reached by management and otherwise to come back. All six stars are expected to be paid between three to four million dollars. Wow. But if you think about that in the long run, HBO Max is paying 20 million or so because the set's obviously not going to be that expensive or anything like that. And that's basically about as much money as an hour-long special takes place on Netflix. And that's only selling out to one comedian. So... So do you think that the special that they're going to shoot is going? Do you, do you think they're going to be on the Central Perk set, sitting around the couches and talking? Or is going to, I don't know. I think I think people would be more okay with this discussion thing of them talking to each other if they were on one of the sets of the show. If it's just yeah. them sitting in a random room around a, around a circle circular table, then I don't think I don't think people would be worth buying the the special. Now, also, once again, 
um, as this becomes more and more clear, no set deals have been made. Make sure that's very clear. But everybody on the cast have talked about it very openly on social media. Some people in Aaron Buse, Jerry Franson most significantly, have talked about it and said that it's more likely coming. And just keep your eyes ear, you know, eyes peeled and ears. Because if you only pay them for an hour, all they gotta do is sit there for an hour and then it's done. You film it, you move on. There's the whole point of round table sessions is there's no editing whatever is said is on table and so they have to watch what they say it's supposed to be this very personal in-depth thing which could be the reason why we could get explanations of why the tv show ended because there was rumors back when the final season was going on that just like big bang theory was you know happened it was the cast idea to end the tv show not the networks right so that could be something that they could discuss. There are elements here that I think people wouldn't mind having answers to. Um, but I don't really know. Do you think I Matthew wanna... will talk about what happened? I don't know. Or... I don't know exactly. I, don't I know. think I don't I think if I think if anything was not discussed, I don't think Matthew would want to bring up what happened between season three and five. Who knows? So that's the point of this. No one really does know. No, and I mean this is something that they would have to tease very lightly as oh, well. Yeah. You know, it has we to be like, like you know, you get friends and you get an hour-long special. But here's if this does so well, does that mean we're gonna get another hour-long special of them sitting down getting paid three to six million dollars? Why not just film a TV show, like a reunion of like and it's season long where it's like a special like they did for um got Gilmore Girls, where we're never going to get to know what happens afterwards, but we get to have a look, like a little yeah. peek. You know, and so I do wonder if this is like a stepping stone. I also I mean, think it honestly, depends on how much money they're willing to pay. As a Friends fan, if if this goes well for them, I wouldn't mind a two-hour, you know, a two-hour-long uh, reunion special of them going of, of us coming to the future, seeing where everybody's at, and just and just like rekindling and finishing off some storylines from the show. Yeah, it doesn't even have to be a TV show; it can be a movie. But yeah. if you look at in long, you know. They could still be 22 minutes long, 30 minutes probably because it's on HBO Max, but it could be 10 episodes and that's five hours, or you could do a two-hour film where it's just simply here, 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 but I can also see people saying, oh, this is not as good. It ruins yeah. the vibe, you know? And so they might not want to do that at all because of the fact that they're going to be like, oh, sorry, guys, it's just, it's just not really working anymore. You don't have the chemistry that you once did. You do as friends in real life, but not as characters because it's been so long since you've been inside these people's heads. I don't know. But I figured I'd mention it. You know, I'm all over the place with this. I want it to happen because I love this show so much. It's part. It's been. It's been part of our family's culture since we were kids. But I don't want them to ruin what we love. If, if if the reunion goes well and they and they're just done with it, then let it be done. Everybody can stop talking about it. they did the reunion and it's but done. Also, there because of cancel culture and things, there's been a few times here as of recent that Friends has almost been canceled entirely because of past episodes. And my opinion on that, because I talk, I can't watch certain episodes because it's so offensive. But. Is the fact that it was made in the early, you know, the late '90s, early 2000s. It's a different world. I mean, I don't think we can cancel things that are already off air, but they're I can, trying. I, I can, oh, yeah. the world is trying, and so I could see them maybe wanting to do a reunion to try to fix the wrongs that were made before they knew they were making wrongs. But that could you also. Be, I don't know. Sorry. 
No, I don't. I, it's just interesting. It's complicated. Complex. I think I think the most avid person about this from the cast is Jen. Jen wants yes. this to happen. She's wanted this to happen for several years now. It's not like it's been a small thing. And I don't. And I'm not. When it first, when she first started mentioning it, her career was kind of on a of low. It wasn't on a super high. But as of recently, as of now, she's doing pretty well for herself. I don't really know. Now I think it's just genuinely she wants to do it. I think there was a one point it was a business move. But now and, she just more because now because now she keeps talking about it. every time she's on Ellen, it gets brought up. There's a great like clip from the Graham Norton show when Graham goes, "You're never gonna have like this." It's one of the lyrics from the song, and the entire audience goes, Jen's face is priceless. She wants this to happen. Obviously, of everybody of the cast, she wants this to happen. I think Courtney is slowly getting more into it. I think Jen and uh, Matt, I think, are the two that really want this the most. I want to be sh- – Perry's the one that shocks me. But I don't it's know why. so many long. It's yeah. so long. Him and Schwimmer are the ones that shocked me. I don't know why they would want to come back and do it after after everything that went down after the show ended. It'd be kind of... I don't know. We We need more information. Yeah. But at least we know, like, we might have, like, a certain release time for it in May with HBO Max, which... Yeah, because these are not things. I mean, it just doesn't take so long. It it doesn't. They you go, you sit down, you film it, you edit it, or you do some post stuff to it, and then it's out for release, and you can watch it that Friday. I mean, it's just it's just how these work. That's why they pay so much money for stand up comedies and things because it really is not that expensive to do. And round like I mean, round tables is so popular right now on the internet of just celebrities sitting down with other celebrities. And you're like, oh my god, they talk to each other you know and like it's just the same thing i'm just really I mean, curious it, to see it's it's like what we're doing right now basically a round table is a glorified podcast but it's taped and and, and it's shown on tv that's it, basically what it is and like i don't know i just could see people being upset because it is a round table discussion instead of an actual reunion i could see a lot of fans being like oh this is stupid but now, i also know a lot of people are getting hbo max just because they want friends back yeah so, so now with that being said, with everything we just talked about, do you think having the show on HBO Max plus this reunion, do you think that'll be enough to sell people on getting HBO Max in May? Well, here, anybody who has HBO now, like generally, is going to have HBO Max. That's the beautiful Disney Plus. It was kind of scared because like they had never done anything like this, but Disney is Disney, so they don't have to worry about Warner Brothers is Warner Brothers. Sure, it has droughts. Yeah, it does. Point one out. But. With every drought has, you know, the spring that comes next. And it's it's HBO. I mean, people are going to go see it. People are going to pay for it. Watchmen didn't work out for them. It got canceled. But... It's a real shame. But um, there's several others that are doing really well. I mean, they're still trying to find their niche Game of Thrones, and they still have yet. But with the fact that the Game of Thrones prequel series is supposed to debut on HBO Max, that's the only way you're going to watch it. You know what I mean? It's just one of those things. And HBO Max is monthly. You have to pay $15 a month or you can't have it. They're not doing a yearly subscription at all. Which I think is a huge mistake. We'll wait and see. If you have HBO Go currently, you already have HBO Max. You're already a built-in player, which also will probably help them in the long run. I don't know. I think there's enough here. I mean, I told you from day one, I much prefer Warner Bros. movies over Disney movies. 
I'm just that type of person. And so this was a no brainer for me. <laughs> like, oh, HBO Max? Sure, here's $15 out of my pocket. The only reason I would get HBO Max is for my DC stuff because DC is going to dominate most of HBO Max, which, by the way, did you see what uh, they put out for HBO Max? It, Doom Patrol is now called HBO Max Doom Patrol. It's no longer called DC. So we're starting to get that transition from Universe over to Max. Which gives me more hope now that Swamp Thing could come back. Yep, I think that's going to have a lot of people also who did love that TV show is to get renewed. I think personally, personally, from someone who watched all 10 episodes of Cancelledness, it was beautiful. I never disliked one of those episodes, and you can talk to anybody who watched it. They all agree with me. It's gorgeous. It's great. I can't wait to binge watch it next month again. So here's my thing about I, I bring it up for a reason. They showed off Swamp Thing during Crisis on Infinite Earths. Mm-hmm. Do you I don't think, want it on CW. No, no, no. Do you think at Comic Con during DC's panel, during, during the DC TV panel, they could announce that Swamp Thing is getting coming back for season two on HBO Max? You yeah, know, I think these are great things. Yeah, I don't see why not. I really, okay. I, don't, I, I don't think people are giving. HBO Max enough credit when it comes to the DC stuff. They can do so much with DC now because of Max. Like the Green Lantern stuff. Green now Lantern also, is awesome again. HBO Max has the power of maybe bringing in more content, new content to the table than Disney Plus has. And I think that also could be a huge selling point. Also. I mean, and, I mean, I mean, let's also get real. DC's animated library, I love Marvel to death, DC's animated stuff is a lot better than Marvel's. And so you're getting Batman the Animated Series, Superman the Animated Series, Justice League, all this stuff for free while watching, while having Max. Mm-hmm. Disney Plus, you've got your occasional Spider-Man 90s and X-Men 90s, but that's it. Yeah. I mean, it's not... Speaking of Disney Plus, let's get to the stuff of Disney Plus that actually matters. Mm. We have our reveal dates for the MCU shows, and wow, they're coming quick. I was not expecting... By the way, I called WandaVision. I called it. (laughs) Okay. Hey, Zachary. I'm going to Collider. (laughs) Hey. I don't watch them anymore, so it's okay. (laughs) Okay, so... Because I have the information and stuff, I'm just going to read through some things, and then we'll talk about We'll have a whole discussion about it. Okay, so starting off with Falcon and Winter Soldier, it's going to premiere late 2020. The rumor is it's probably August. I mean, no, it is August. It is August? Okay. Yeah, it's August. All the dates are confirmed. So it's going to be six episodes long. I think all these are six episodes. I could be wrong, though. Um, and then the Handmaid's Tale showrunner is also going to be a, like, there's a whole bunch of other, if you want to know more information and stuff, there's a whole bunch of different things. Um, also in fall, which now I think has been moved to December, WandaVision is going to be coming next. And this is also going to be six episodes long, but just remember, it's going to be a direct lead into Doctor Strange, which I don't understand why it's placed there. Being honest, Loki is for Doctor Strange. I guess, but it's just too early. It's like releasing a trailer 17 months before the movie comes out. Like, why? Why do that? It's a nice six-hour-long trailer, Jacob, that we can enjoy over and over again. Oh, I know. Probably gonna watch it like 12 times. I'm not saying I'm not. What are you complaining about? (laughs) 
Also, we'll talk about it, but the rumor is these are going to be 30 up to 30 minute long episodes. Nothing longer, nothing shorter. Yep. They need to learn from the Mandalorian problem. Make them an hour. <laughs> well, Mandalorian was only 30 minutes long. There's only one episode of the whole series that was anywhere near an hour. That was the finale. No. The finale is 33 minutes. It was like episode five. It was a random episode in the middle of nothing. Oh, I'm pretty sure I the, didn't like it. It was the one where Mandalorian was training that bounty hunter. It's the one with Ming Zhang. Yeah, I think so. Where they completely butchered the end credits to Mandalorian because she never showed up again, and they teased it, but nothing happened with it. You know yeah. that stuff? Yeah. Yeah. So um, also, <laughs> we have Loki, which is supposed to be coming out in probably like Marches. Seems like a March TV show, to be honest with you. And then we also have What If, which comes out like two months later, which is the longest one. It's going to be 23 episodes so far. I don't think people are talking about What If enough. What If is going to be awesome. Then a few other ones that have been slightly dated. Hawkeye is supposed to come out in late 2021, so probably about the same time as Falcon Wear Soldiers. They have plenty of time to resolve all the shit that's going on right now. Which is August good. something in August something in Hawkeye. Once again, six episode Miss Marvel has been announced, but nothing has been like released. Moon Knight, same thing. She Hawk, and same so, thing. So I want to get I I, I kind of have an idea for those three. So I think that Miss Marvel will be a June or July. I think that Moon Knight is a perfect October, um, perfect October show, and I think She Hulk, if they do it right, could be a great January. Opener for 2022. I really do. I think Moon Knight fits the October run because of his like mindset, mm-hmm. and Miss Marvel fits like a re- it's a really good summer show. Like her, like it's outside, it's her getting out of school, maybe developing her powers, talking to Captain Marvel. I think June or so, July would be really well. Interestingly enough, talking about Miss Marvel, then we'll get to the Disney Plus reveal dates because I have, <laughs> like I said, mixed opinions on these things. Um, Miss Marvel has a few different chances to show up before her actual TV show. Um, there's a rumor that's going to show up before Captain Marvel 2 because she is possibly going to be in Captain Marvel 2. Also, there is also a rumor that she's in Doctor Strange um, and the Multiverse of Madness, and that's where she's supposed to debut. B, have her own TV show somewhat soon after Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness, and then show back up for Captain Marvel 2 and being one of the first few characters, unlike like Wanda. They're going to be showing up in cross multiplatforming, So people understand that even though you have a streaming show does not mean you can't show up in these big, huge you know, blockbusters right. where they've spent $200 plus million on. Um, also, we got our official release month for Mandalorian Season 2, and that is in October of this year. Sorry, I just have Marvel stuff pulled up. But thank you I know. for that. It's very good for you. Yep. So, I, you know, okay. Mixed opinions on this shit. Because personally, I think August is fine. When you start looking at like when Black Widow comes out and the it train, makes sense. it makes sense. Every two or so months, we get something new for Marvel. And honestly, I love Marvel so much until I get tired of it. I'm not going to complain. We're no. not getting rid of. And also, we talked about this. Like Falcon Winter Soldier is perfect for right before everybody has to renew for the monthly. You know, like, oh, here's a taste, guys. But guess what? It's yeah. still going on. So if you want to finish it, you have to renew. You know, even if it is just for like a week, you know, their monthly standpoints. But just remember the one you're actually looking forward to, because it's true, WandaVision comes out in 
just an extra month. Are you sure you just want to remove, renew for that monthly thing where you can renew for a whole year? It's a great business standpoint plan. And that's why I got the year. So that way we can enjoy Falcon and Winter Soldier, enjoy Mandalorian Season 2. I can pay our 100 bucks again in November to get ready for WandaVision in December. So that's a great... So, yeah, please, I'm going to look up something real fast. Um, dealing with Disney+, Plus, not going off way or anything. Tell me about your ideas. Are you okay with the fact that WandaVision comes out so early? Do you think it's needed? I don't think it is. Yes, Let me know. Because here, because here is why. So I think that WandaVision is going to set up Doctor Strange more than we realize. I think the final shot of, Doc, of WandaVision is going to be her laying on a bed in Sanctum Sanctorum with Doctor Strange's hands behind her head going through her mind. And that first season of WandaVision is us seeing, we just don't realize that at the end of the show, we're going to see Doctor Strange in the background looking through her mind as we're going through the show, leading into a conflict that happens in her mind, leading into Multiverse of Madness. Where I think Miss Marvel could show up in Multiverse of Madness is that we, we see Wanda and Vision's kids in the trailer for the show. I feel like there's going to be a vision uh -huh, during Doctor Strange of the Young Avengers, and we're going to see Miss Marvel, the kids, possibly a first look at Haw uh, at Hawkeye, um, possibly the kid between Captain America and Black Widow that no one knew about, um, Thor's Thor's daughter. We could see all the uh, the Hulkling. We could see all of that being teased within. The, we also could see a tease for the Moon Knight show for She Hulk. We can see how they're going to tie those in. There's a lot that Doctor Strange can do. But with, with, with WandaVision specifically, I feel like each episode is going to end with Doctor Strange talking to Wanda, leading into the finale, jumping onto the movie. I think that's Maybe. how it's going to work. Like, 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 each, like each episode is like a therapy session for Wanda. She comes out of it and talks to, and talks to Strange about it. I can, see, I can see that being a thing. Maybe. That's why I think that's why I think they're gonna hold people over for for Doctor Strange. Like you constantly see him, he's rubbing the I personally show. personally for WandaVision, I don't want that. I want WandaVision. It's about to, her, but he No, 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 no. I don't character. want Doctor Strange to be a side character. I want Doctor Strange to have a cameo in the final episode. Would it end with Doctor Strange? Now, of course, you could be right. It could be you need him in every... I don't think so. Because if they are supposed to be between 28 and 32, whatever, odd minutes long, I want every minute dedicated to Wanda and Vision. I do not want one that's going to be like, oh, guys, look at this. I'm promoting. Look at this. I'm promoting. <laughs> Did you guys hear it? I'm promoting something over here. You know what I mean? I just think, why, for instance, Winter and Falcon or Winter Soldier and Falcon, Probably. they're not going to be doing that. They're not promoting anything. What's going to be promoting it is Black Widow. I'm very sure of it now. Like, mm -hmm. almost completely. <laughs> so solidly. Which, why It'll is he... Sebastian Stan needs to be in this movie. I'm going to be so mad if he does not have a cameo. I don't he know why, is. and I still don't understand how they could fit him in, but they need to. Disney, if you're listening to this, which you're not, they need to. You need to. I'm telling you, I I've been saying this since the beginning. Black Widow is gonna end with them in a funeral for her. That's They're what I mean. I want it to be. I want him a much more integral part. 
not some, oh, look at me. I'm at a funeral. I'm promoting. Did you hear me? I'm promoting over in the back corner. Don't want that. No. Did you hear about my TV show? Ironically, that'd be hilarious and way too meta, Kevin Feige. Don't do it, but it'd be funny. It would be funny. By the way, can we both agree now that we're going to get a trailer probably for Falcon Winter Soldier probably at the end of Black Widow? Probably. Yeah, that's what I mean. I just mean I want him somewhere else in there other than that stupid trailer. Either way, speaking of prices, because Zach had mentioned, I was curious if anything has come out about price ranging. They have only talked about doing a dollar higher for everything. So $7 monthly, which is like $6 now. $60, what it is now, in case you want to renew. You can't renew early, but you know what I mean. It's going to be $70 possibly when we come back around for November. Now, that's not saying they're going to bump prices up as longer and longer. Time goes on. Because the more and more time goes on, the more and more stuff they have to make. Yeah. You know, and so it gets more and more expensive. It's part of the reason why Netflix is so expensive. Because if we want all this new content, we have to pay for it somehow. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It sucks. Trust Ooh. me. Staying on the streaming line, do you want to talk about Netflix real quick and that really, 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 really short teaser for Stranger Things 4 with the surprise cameo that you and I both freaking you know? nailed? <laughs> Like everybody nailed. I mean, it wasn't even a cameo. It but was we, like but oh, we nailed how it was going to happen. Yeah, we can talk about Stranger Things just for a brief moment. We're at an hour, so keep that in mind. We nailed how they're going to use Hopper. We nailed it. Um, so I'm going to be honest with you. This teaser, much <laughs> like much like with you with the Batsu reveal, wasn't needed. They 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 completely spoiled a spoiler we already knew about. But they, but I understand why they did because much like Tom Holland, he cannot keep his mouth shut. He would have revealed it some way or another during the press tour for Black Widow. It would, have, it would have been asked about it, and he was like, "Oh yeah, I'm in it." Oh. Also, everybody knew. I mean, no one doubted it. Um, people were predicting that it was going to be uh, Eleven's father from season one, the old guy. People were yeah. going to say he was the one that Rush got captured. Yeah. No. To work on, like, people are having the mind power. Yeah, okay. Sight spoilers for Stranger Things, in case no one's seen it. Are you okay with them? It's possible. I know people. I do know people. I know people who it's on their radar, and they're meaning to watch it, but they have yet to click play. So, there are people out there. I'm just saying, click, you know, sight spoilers. Um, Are you okay with them? I'm I'm not really sure how I feel about Russia. I'm not okay with the whole situation. I don't want Hopper to come back. His death was probably the most meaningful moment of the show, and they and they and they wasted it. They completely wasted it just to bring him back. Um, also, I completely agree with you. They, they they were testing the waters with the Russia stuff in season three, and to be honest with you, my least favorite stuff in season three was all the Russia stuff. <laughs> so we're going full Russia in season four. Makes me kind of curious like, what they're going to do with it. Because, like, I'm how are the kids going to get to Russia? Like, how are we going to involve the kids in this story now? Not sure. Um, I, I, trust the, I trust the Duffer Brothers with everything in their power. But they've been going three seasons strong. There has to be one nick in the road. <laughs> I do know. Well, okay. Here's the thing. Sci-fi TV shows, the further you go, the more convoluted they get. So I'm very curious to see what they ruin there. But uh, also... Something I do know is that this has been a plan, like every season has been planned out. They came to Netflix with this, we have a five-year plan, 
do you want to sign us? And Netflix is like, where's the dotted line? How much money? Sure, we'll sign you. If you don't do well, they don't get to see a five-year plan. That way, in case we get renewed, they have more and more to come. Also, fun fact for anybody who does not know Netflix's cancel at three, they didn't cancel Stranger Things at three. No, they let go. By the way, I predicted this during our review also. Russia's got snow around it. I guarantee you Stranger Things 4 comes out during the winter time now. I could see it. Like, it could be like, that was actually one of the first things I thought when I watched the trailer because I already knew Hopper was in it because the thumbnail I clicked on spoiled it. I know. It, I would too, they but. ruined their trailer by having him as the clickbait part. So now I think, so this is how it's going to be for November, December. November is Stranger Things 4. And then December is WandaVision. That's how Netflix and uh, Disney Plus are going to compete. Like, do you no, want to watch you know Stranger Things 4 or do you want to watch the new Marvel show? Do you want to hear it? Do you want to know what hmm. it is going to be? Hmm. Same way Warner Brothers went up against uh, Marvel. Netflix. Oh, I have a feeling that uh, Netflix is going to release it the same weekend. Which one do you want to watch more? WandaVision, which you get 30 minutes of. Or an hour. Full seven hours or eight, however long it is, of Stranger Things. Because by the time WandaVision comes out, people are only paying it monthly if they didn't renew for a full year. So why not just switch it out for that like little month? Because you can go back right afterwards the next month and be caught up because Disney Plus comes out weekly. Sure, you're out of the loop for a little bit, but it wasn't enough to handle that itch for binge watching another TV show. These are great can questions. I be honest with you? Absolutely. I'd rather put WandaVision ahead of Stranger Things. Stranger Things ended on a really bad note for me for season three. I thought I thought the season ended kind of kind of kind of weak. The whole tease really wasn't the tease because of what we knew was gonna happen with it. Whereas with WandaVision, I just don't know. I'm more well, I'm more fun. curious about it. I'm more curious about about where unfortunately with Stranger Things, I can probably tell you the kids are gonna go on a mission. Eleven's going to have a problem. Hopper's going to be involved with Russia. We're going to see a Demogorgon. They're going to defeat it, and then we're going to move on to the next season. That's the show. Whereas with WandaVision, I know it's got Wanda and Vision. I, no, hold, 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 hold on. Uh-huh. <laughs> no. No, I think... Like, I No, 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 no. Stranger Things is a lot more complex than, oh, hormones. No, no, no. I'm saying that the it's kids... It's fine. Are... We're going to move on. Oh, We've been no, on this conversation on. for just a minute no. too long. Let's talk about the hunt, guys. Another conversation. Oh, yeah. Go from that to this. Sure. You have, the, you, you have the floor with this. I have nothing to do with this part. Okay. So, there is a movie that was supposed Years. to come out a while ago. If you guys don't know what it's called, it's called The Hunt. Supposedly, <laughs> it's about... The, uh, the trailer was really good. The trailer was really, really, really good. Was it the... Is it the Republic? I don't. I don't know politics. Somebody was going to capture. Okay, the the liberals were going to capture the conservatives, and they were going to throw them out, and we're going to shoot them for fun. That was the premise of this movie, supposedly. No one truly knows. There's only a select few people who've actually seen the whole film, as they have been twittering about it, quite constant. And because the the initial teaser came out two days before a school shooting, sadly. They pulled the trailer. They're like, oh, it doesn't come out for another few months. We'll just release it, you know, kind of closer to heart because we want to be respectful. That was really good. Well, then the actual information about the movie came out and it got canceled. Yeah. Real fast. Like, 
oh, here's the trailer. Oh, trailer taken off everything. No one likes the idea. We're going to move on. Universal, kind of smart, kind of, you know, what are they going to play with? Well, like a week ago, randomly, I get on YouTube and boom, there's a brand new trailer for The Hunt. And I was like, that's not the same movie that got canceled like six months ago, was it? Watched the trailer, reacted to it, didn't find enough juiciness in there to actually give you a full reaction. Also, I've done a little controversial stuff on Leaking Movie Bros. Here's the Blade. And so I'm just kind of <laughs> high in my face. <laughs> it's okay. It's fine. We're gonna, we can talk about it later. We, about. we can talk about it later if you want. Okay, sure. Sure. Okay. Either way. And so I was like, no, nah, we'll pass on. The trailer, however, does look good. However, it does really look good. interesting, I think is the better answer. I wouldn't say um, good. The, 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 the biggest shock to me is the I mean, I mean, the, the, I mean, the premise is cool, but Hillary Swank, Hillary she looks fucking Swank. She looks intimidating as fuck in this trailer. <laughs> but yeah, so that's basically the premise of the movie. It, I, it originally the original reason that they they spewed out to the people that it got canceled was the fact that it was too violent, that it passed the MPV ratings, and I was going to be able to go to theaters in original cut. If you've never seen a horror film before. A normal horror film, if it extreme violent content in it, tends to go through like seven or eight edits before the MPA rating will even create a radar, if rating it a radar at all. Um, and most movies get an extended cut. That's why horror films are notorious for going PG-13, because what's the point of editing the sound if we're not going to edit it down to a larger audience? That's the reason Michael why. Michael Bay Friday the 13th, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, but they might, I don't know, I still prefer the unrated version, even though they're really, it's just more boobs. That's literally the only reason why it's rated, unrated is the boobs. You know, I don't care about those. I still think it's a better movie, though. I don't understand my life. It's, it's, it's so much better than the original cut. It's so much better. Either way, not the important part here at all. <laughs> I thought I'd bring it up because it's an example. That's all. It is a good example, though, because, you know, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, those movies Watchmen. have been cut because of violence in particular. And the movie that you get when you buy it, the unrated version, is almost like a different twin. <laughs> it's like, what are you? Again, I just said, I just said, I'll say it again. Watchmen. There, 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 there's the NC-17 version, and then there's the version they put in theaters, and then there's the ultimate version, which is just woo. But like I said, once again, I'm going to mention a horror film since we're talking about horror films. I guess you could kind of say Watchmen's a horror film. You could make an argument for it. It's a good movie. Leave it alone. <laughs> But um, Texas Chainsaw the Beginning is almost a completely different film. I was <laughs> shook. I was like, holy shit. They had a cut that's the real one, right? No, that's the Jorah Brewster one that no one talks about because the original movie shit because you can't see anything. They had to cut that so bad. It's so bad. They did that movie injustice. It doesn't matter. You like, Not you like that one now, don't you? It's my favorite one, I think, out of the whole thing. The whole thing. Leatherface is really good. Anybody who likes Sex Chainsaw Massacre, Leatherface also really good. Has one of the most disturbing scenes I've ever seen in film in it. And it passed the MPA reading, so I don't understand world. But either way, we're going to click on this very controversial movie poster that definitely made it around my Twitter. <laughs> um, it originally supposed to come out on September 27th. Like I said, it did get canceled. And it came out, and they're like, oh, we'll only promote it for like two weeks because the movie's going to come out in March anyways. So, we're getting one more trailer, and it's getting released in march a disturbance to our country i also would like to mention if you look very closely i don't remember which one it is but someone pointed out donald trump's tweet is actually on the poster 
Just... That's really funny. I, but I, I, I yeah, love their tagline. The most talked about movie of the year is the one that no one's actually seen. And I love what it says. Decide for yourself. Which is like, true. Like, yeah. They're really letting people know, hey, you might not like this. If you're don't, if if, if you not comfortable with, with, with what this movie is, then don't go see it. We're not going to be upset with you. We just know that people actually want to see what this was. So like I said, it's March 13th. It's exactly what I told you for. Um, so how, do you feel, how, about, how do you feel about them putting it out on Friday the 13th? Uh, Friday the 13th is like one of my favorite days of all time. So I'm okay. I need a movie to see that week. <laughs> Why not? Um, and you, it costs only... Huh? You think it'll make its budget back? It's only $14 million. I don't... Zachary, if it really is one... And it, it was for a long time. One of the most talked about movies, I'm sure it will do perfectly fine. Because the weekend afterwards is um uh another movie, A Quiet Place. So it literally only has one weekend to shine before it shined away. Yeah. So, but yeah. Um... Very interesting. It's very controversial. I will review it. I will let you know how I feel. I think I'm going to go see it, try to get Dad to go see it with me, as I think that would be kind of fun. Um, and so, yeah, we'll see. I'm excited, though. Extreme violence, you, you sold me. You sold me at that. The rest, politics, I don't care about politics. So I'm a neutral here. <laughs> I mean, I think I, the idea is quite bad, actually. And it's not like I've not seen a recent horror film that did the exact same thing. So, it's fine. But I've seen a lot of copycats here recently. I'm going to make a whole video on because I've seen so many of them. It's like the same horror film, just over and over. Who would have guessed? Let's talk about Knives Out, and then we're going to end the podcast for obvious reasons. It's getting a little long. So, Knives Out, Zachary. Have you seen it yet? No. That's sad. It is. Sad. I really need to watch it. Which, oh my gosh, since you have not talked, well, talk, you can, you can, you know, I think this is an excellent idea what they're planning on doing with this franchise, but I find it so funny. Initial reaction, didn't really like this movie. Mm-hmm. We talked about it. <laughs> now, after months after seeing it and never seen it twice, it just simply sat with me. Sat with me. A movie, haven't seen twice, sat with me. And it's amazing. I think it's great. I think it's I think it's one of the better movies of last year. You know, deservedly so. It just really it just went out of the top ten. Like that's crazy for itself as well. You know, very good. The sweater alone, everybody wants that. That sweater should have won an Oscar. Still <laughs> snubbed. It's ridiculous. So Jacob, have you seen the film? Explain to our viewers what their plan is with doing oh, this whole nine okay. thing. Because Knives Out was a bona fide hit, um, I can kind of understatement tell you real. I'll go give me. Either way, since it was a hit, as I looked this up for you guys, um, it is planning on making a whole franchise out of it. Okay, so what Knives Out about? It's a like a full star cast, but it really does follow Daniel Craig while he solves mysteries. Daniel Craig plays this really British guy that has a really funny accent. That's really fun to say, and honestly, it's just a charming thing. And Supposedly, it's supposed to be a mystery after a mystery following a whole new group of, like, all-star cast members in this whodunit kind of thing or something like that. Like, an old company mystery. Daniel Craig be the glue, I guess, yes. then? Like, Daniel be, like, Craig the- will be the character that follows in every... No character will make a second appearance. Um, it's kind of like what they're trying to do with um, Orient uh, Express. Yeah. But this is probably going to do better. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll we'll find out this year if the if that Orient Express stuff can work with it because the next the next installment of that comes out this year. So it made forty million, not including advertising. Um, it, I mean, it, the budget was, and it came out to be three hundred and two, which is so much over. But I think the biggest thing here is how much many people really loved it and went to support it weekend after weekend, because that's a really high number, especially for um, a smaller film. It's just, yeah, it, you know, uh, if we go to domestic and we do weekend-wise, 41, you know, it just slowly dwindled. And like I said, last week it was in the top 10 or two weeks ago. It's just dropped out the top 10 this past weekend. That's crazy. Wasn't there the whole time. That's It's crazy. Mm Mm-hmm. And only got a slight boost with the Golden Globes. That's what this is. If anybody was curious, that's that this week was when Golden Globes and stuff was announced because they got nominated for two Golden Globes. Only being nominated again for one of those Golden Globes uh, at the Oscars and didn't win. So. I... No boost. Yeah. But I think this is a great play. Um, if anybody has seen it, they definitely know it's a perfect, perfect Thanksgiving movie. Even though it has nothing to do with the holiday, oh my gosh, does it make you feel like you're in fall in a warm, cozy blanket? Like, mm-hmm. a warm, cozy blanket, some hot chocolate, knives out, you've got a good night. I mean, honestly, that's like how I would like want to spend a fireplace going. Oh my gosh, perfect. So do, you, so, so do you think, as long as this series keeps doing well, do you think this has become like a Thanksgiving tradition for them? Like yeah, every... that's what I mean. I think that's what they're trying to do. Just like Star Wars was trying to become your Christmas tradition, I think Knives Out is trying to become your Thanksgiving, which is really interesting. Um, There's only one weekend, one year that it didn't grab, or Universal grabbed, like secretly or whatever, and that's um next year, I want to say it is. I think it's next year, and that's because uh The Internals comes out on this particular weekend next year if i'm not yeah. mistaken and, and then, then every weekend after that it's supposed to be a knives out and it is definitely a very spoke holiday a lot of people do go to the movies for thanksgiving it's a great great play. thanksgiving i mean people i mean the, the 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 summer season for film is really really good no one talks about november november is a strong month for theater for theaters because also, you get like only pg-13 which is another Hey, look, guys! Your film had some had some language in it and some violence, but you but you but you let but you let the family decide whether or not they should go see it and look yeah. what it did. Never once did I feel like this movie was PG thirteen, even though it was PG thirteen. I do believe some of the conversations could have added a few extra f words if I was writing the script, but they weren't needed. I just feel like they'd be fuller to say. But I that's mean, just me. One of my favorite lines from the trailers is Chris Evans going, eat shit, eat shit, you eat shit, you all eat shit. It's which, one is of the really, which is really, really exciting because the trailer itself may feel like it's a much more adult movie. And the movie itself, I wouldn't, I will not lie to you, is kind of adult. Like, it's not, like, not adult, but a 13-year-old could definitely go see this and be fine. I don't think they would enjoy it as much. I really do think the audience here is, like, older. But mm-hmm. it's Thanksgiving. Everybody's going to go see it. But when I and saw poor. it, it was completely full. And you know what the best part is? And I saw if, it before the opening weekend. Every every year, Disney puts a movie out for the holiday for Thanksgiving. The adults can go see Knives Out, and the kids can go see the Disney movie. And everybody's having a good time. 
Like there's no one, no one's gonna have a bad time in the theater now because of this. Like everybody has this thing they can go see. Unlike with December, December is usually like, okay, we're all gonna go see Star Wars again. I mean, that's just how it is. Whereas November, you have your options. And because our initial reaction to the original Knives Out, I was like, oh, this is a very shitty whodunit. But it was because it wasn't a formaic whodunit. It had a lot of different twists. And I think if they continue on with this option style and the production, like they keep up what they have already, I think it could be really interesting coming back to it again. Now, let me ask you a question since you've seen the film. Do you want them to change directors with each movie or do you want Ryan to stay on and keep working on them? Or do you feel like or do you feel like it will lose its touch if Ryan stayed? I don't know. That's a good I think I would have wanted somebody else. Because I want I would want to, I want to be different. I, I think if I see the same movie six times in a row and there is no purpose to them, then I'm gonna get bored mm-hmm. and I'm gonna stop gonna yeah. see them. So I think changing it up, making it a little different, you know, bring it because they're really I don't really want too much character development. I don't really want, you know, certain things um to happen. Like I want a lot of vagueness, as that's what I think really had the charm of the first one. As Daniel Cred's character is almost like a cameo. He's yeah. there, there's elements to him, but he's not really there. Whereas right. everybody else had a very big playground. On Armis has a bigger playground, but still everybody was used, and that's kind of why I want bring in these huge actors that can come in and film for like a week and be happy and get a good paycheck. I mean, I think it'd be a great, great time. For sure. Alright. Well, hour and 20 minutes, that grass. See, that's about normal. About an average yeah. for us. We did pretty good. We hit everything we wanted to hit. Um, one small little thing. Um, uh, Tom Hardy released a Twitter picture of Cletus Cassidy from Venom 2. Uh, with, 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 with Willie Harrelson running a new hairdo. They got rid of the wig. Thank God. Um, and um, it's, but no, nothing carnage wide. It's just Cletus. Um, apparently we're supposed to get our first teaser um, sometime next month from what I've heard. So I'm excited about that. I love Venom to death. Um, right there. That picture right there. This one? The one I'm uh, on. Bottom one. This one? This one, right? I'm. Uh, so the, the one we're on, right uh-huh. underneath it. This one. Yeah, that's the picture they released. Interesting. Not I'm much. very curious. I'm so ex- I'm so excited to see a trailer for this movie, because so 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 this is where I stand with this real quick. Venom could have been rated R. I think it would have done. I think it would have done us fine. Venom two. I hope they announce it's rated R. I really do because this character right here, the red guy, cannot be PG thirteen. He just can't. The story of Cletus Cassidy cannot be PG thirteen. He's a homicidal, throat killing, throat slitting, blood infused maniac. But we also have to remember that that's exactly what we thought about Venom one. Is that like, oh, this can definitely not be PG thirteen? Then we went and saw it, and honestly, personally, if with personal taste and stuff, I wish it would have took the extra mile. I think it would have been so much better if we got to see something a little more. That's one of those movies that I personally think would have been amazing as an extended cut. Oh, like watching him die in the in the grocery store before the end of the movie, like going. Also, because they had to make it PG thirteen, I think the final action sequence is a little disjointed, a little hard to follow. Because they couldn't really do much more than what they were doing. 
and that's nothing wrong with the movie. No. But I still, I think it looks good. I'm very curious to see who's all coming back. If um, from what I'm, from what I'm, from what I'm, from what I know, uh, Hardy obviously is coming back. We got him. I know. I think Michelle Williams might be coming back. I'm not sure though. So at this very moment, this is everybody who is kind of like on the the, the list. So we have Tom Hardy, Michelle Williams, um, Woody Harrelson, Naomi Harris playing a role that no one does know yet. Reed Scott. That seems like an interesting name that we would know. Those are the only names that I think we would care um, Everybody's predicting that Naomi Harris is playing the other symbiote in the film and she'll be Scream. That's what, yeah, that's what it has on it. It was like a rumor thing on it. Yeah. Well, I think that's pretty much it. We'll keep up with everything going on. I just thought I'd bring it up because I thought it was interesting because, you know, Venom 2, I'm excited. Yeah, no, no, I agree. It's exciting. Um, it's interesting, uh, but it's exciting all at the same time. What was your favorite story from the stories we talked about? Like, like, like what's got you most excited? Um, I'll rank them for you. That makes you any better. That makes it... So, excluding box office, because I don't, you know, I think it's exciting, but it changes every week. You can't really get excited about it yeah. too much. Um, I would say Batman. Mm-hmm. Then Disney Plus reveal dates. Mm-hmm. The Hunt, because I'm curious. Yeah. <laughs> you provoked me. I'll pay you money. Sure. You had my attention, but now you have my curiosity. One of the best lines in cinema. The Friends Reunion, and then Knives Out too. Ironically, we have more information about Knives Out than we do have about Friends, but it's still just, you know, and then Birds of Prey, but Birds of Prey is much more discussion-y. It's not so much like, oh, yeah. I it. Um, Batman... For the exact thing. Yeah, it's just, Batman's interesting. Batman, I'm not excited, but I'm also excited. It's a mix. Back for me. I really, really hope that they're not doing what they think they're going to do. That's for sure. DC, you might not think you need a franchise, a franchise that's coherent, but you do. I promise you, it's going to bite you in the ass in the long run. Can't wait till it does. I'm going to be there to laugh at you when it does. I have been campaigning for this shit. <laughs> Don't let me down. <laughs> Even though everything's pointing well, to you. That, well, on that high note, I think we end it here. Don't you agree? Sure. Why not? Zachary, do you want to say our outro? As always, guys, make sure to like, subscribe, hit that notification bell, hit the subscribe button, like I said twice now. Leave a comment down below. Tell us your favorite story of the day. Make sure to like, rate, and subscribe us on all of our podcasts and everything. What are you laughing at? Oh, nothing. Keep going. And, uh, yeah, um, make sure, if he's going to do it, maybe, probably... Click on his face and go to Jacob is here, or you can click on my face and go to my YouTube channel. I'm not. Okay. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> bye bye. And. That-